But first, for many Americans, the start of a new year means updates to Social Security benefits. Each year, the agency calculates changes to the cost of living to make the adjustment. And this year, benefits will increase by about 3% or roughly $50 more each month on average. Now, the Medicare Part B premium, which is automatically deducted from the Social Security benefits of many recipients, it's also going up. And changes to your benefit amount or other forms of income may also trigger changes to your tax rate. So here to break it down for us is Mark Miller, a journalist, author, and podcaster who covers Medicare, Social Security, and retirement investing for publications like the New York Times, Routers, and Morningstar. His latest book, Retirement Reboot, Common Sense Strategies for Getting Back on Track, hits shelves next week. Welcome to Reset. Thank you, Sasha. Great to be here. Also with us is the State Director for AARP Illinois, Philippe Largent. Hi, Philippe. Good morning. Philippe, I'll start with you. Is this cost of living adjustment significant? Help us understand how it compares to previous years. Well, I think it's uh, you know it's it's a bit of good news, and um, and you 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 framed the uh, you framed the discussion well in your intro. Uh, the good news is there's a a 3.2 percent COLA increase for Social Security beneficiaries, uh, uh, mixed in with a 3 percent increase premium increase in the Medicare side. And so at the end of the day, if you are one of the uh, millions of folks that um, have your um, uh, Medicare Part B premium taken out of your Social Security benefit, you're going to net, uh, uh, I would estimate, about $50. Uh, this is, of course, on average, about $50 on average a month. And that will help, right? Uh, is it enough? Uh, that, you know, well, that, um, you know, that is, you know, that is, you know, the, the, the answer to that question is depends on, you know, your personal situation. Would I love it to be more? Of course I would. I know and we know at ARP Illinois uh, that millions um, of people across the country and, and hundreds of thousands of, of seniors on fixed incomes in Illinois uh, struggle to make ends meet, whether it's um, uh, uh, utilities or food or prescription drugs or um or, or rent or, or mortgages, mm-hmm. uh, all of those things have become expensive, and inflation is not helping. And one of the in one of the ways that we uh, work on those issues, I think, uh, if you live in Chicago, you know that ARP uh, fought against the uh, people's gas uh, rate utility increase, for example, as a way to uh, try to hold the, the cost down for. Uh, for our members and for seniors uh, on a fixed income. Uh, so so really the answer to your question really depends on your your personal situation. But an increase is an increase, and that's a positive. Yeah, and, and folks who are currently earning income from the Social Security Administration, do they have to do anything to receive this cost of living adjustment we're talking about? No, they do not. Okay. Uh, the increase, they'll start seeing the increase in their check uh, later this month. Mark, inflation, we know that's been a hot retirement topic over the past couple of years because it's, it's running higher than usual. But inflation, it's always an important consideration whenever you are making a retirement plan. So how should retirees be thinking about inflation? Give us strategies that they can put to work. Yeah, it's been a hot topic since inflation has been running hotter lately. And in particular, last year when we had this really historic 8.7% uh, cost of living adjustment in Social Security got quite a bit of attention. So it's been back in the news 
after a couple decades where inflation was running much lower, you know, 1%, 2%, even less in some cases. But the point I like to make to people when they're thinking about retirement planning and inflation is that this is a long game, not a short game. It's not really about what happens in one particular year, but the ways that inflation compounds and eats into your your assets and income over time. So it's really about, it's almost really a, an issue of, of planning for, you know, your longevity and how assets stretch out. The Social Security is, this is why Social Security is so important in this context. You know, it's really the COLA, the Social Security COLA is very unique in terms of various types of income people might be receiving mm-hmm. in that it has this automatic cost of living adjustment. The, the issue, though, is that Social Security is only going to replace a part of your re- of your income needs in retirement, and the the, the actual percentages vary depending on on your situation. And so, you know, sort of for people who do have uh, retirement portfolios, for example, uh, questions come up about you know how much of those portfolios should be invested in stocks for growth and the like. But you know, it really does come back to as Sleep was saying, individual circumstances. You know, you're talking about Medicare and the cost of health care. That's certainly a very sensitive um, cost that retirees face. But other, there are others. So, for example, renters versus homeowners. You know, right. people who rent are much more exposed in recent years to large rent increases, whereas homeowners tend to be more protected. So there's, there's a lot of variability at the individual level. Remind us, Philippe, how many retirees live in Illinois? Uh, uh, well, there, you know, AARP Illinois represents about 1.7 million uh, members. Um, uh, the 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 number of uh, Social Security recipients in Illinois escapes me at the moment. Uh, the average benefit in Illinois is about uh, $1,600, $1,700. Um, and so add another 50 to that uh, at, uh, starting in 2024. Uh, that's a good, uh, uh, you, know, you know, that's the average benefit and plus mm-hmm. another $50. Uh, and going back to what Mark said, um, you know, the message that I always tell people when, we're, when I'm out in the community is, you know, Social Security is great, and there are millions of people who, in, and hundreds of thousands of people in Illinois that rely on uh, Social Security as their main source of income. But it may not be enough to cover all of those living expenses, and that's why, you know, if you're if you're heading into retirement, or you're or you're a young worker or a middle-aged worker, um, and you hope to one day retire, it's so critical to start planning uh, mm-hmm. for your retirement and saving so that you do have that that other source of income uh, to rely on uh, when you're ready to stop working and uh, collect your benefit. And to that end, Mark, people listening right now might be trying to decide when to retire or when to start drawing Social Security benefits. So talk us through that. How should they decide? What are some of the the, the factors, economic or otherwise, that they should consider? Right. So you can claim as young a retirement benefit, I should clarify. You can claim a retirement benefit as young as 62 and you can wait as long as uh, up to age 70, and the uh, your initial benefit amount will vary according to that. And you know, w- waiting and delaying increases the amount of your monthly benefit uh, roughly 8% annually. So it's a huge swing uh, by delaying. And per- pertinent to the discussion about colas, 
is that one benefit of delay is that your COLA is then calculated against a larger benefit. So the, the cash amount is larger and those amounts compound out uh, more over time. So what I usually say about this is that it's a, it's a highly personal decision. There's no one right answer on what age to claim that. It's mm -hmm. very dependent on your individual circumstances. For example, people who might really just need the income at a younger point should go ahead and, and file. They need it, they should get it. Uh, if you are in poor health and don't have an expectation of great longevity, that can also be a reason to claim earlier. So there's no one size fits all, but most people will benefit with a sort of later is better strategy, and that's especially true for married couples. So what advice do you have for retirees planning for health care expenses right now? Well, our, you know, certainly our advice um, uh, and our messaging uh, is, uh, you know, very, very clear. Social Security and Medicare are critical programs for retirees and older Americans and older Illinoisans. Um, neither should be considered part of any sort of uh, deficit reduction uh, discussion or debate in, in, in Congress. Uh, certainly these increases uh, are, are real and people are going, are, are going to feel them. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that the Social Security COLA will more than offset the, um, the, the premium increase on the, on the Medicare side. So there's a net increase uh, for folks who are, are recipients of, of, of both benefit. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but certainly, um, um, you know, ensuring the longevity of Social Security and, and securing uh, the longevity of Medicare are priorities for AARP and AARP Illinois. And so we're clear, Mark, why is the premium increasing? Well, the premium is going up after a year in which it actually was was reduced, which was a rare event mm -hmm. that had to do with some complex factors in the way that Medicare is projecting out uh, the cost of Medicare Part B. And it it's typically does go up somewhat. The You know, I, I was just going to add to what Philippe was saying in your question about what advice to retirees on Planning for healthcare. Sure. You know, Medicare, Medicare is one of the most important retirement security components uh, in retirement, but unfortunately, it has a lot of complexity to it. And what I tell people is to pay very careful attention to a couple of things. One is choices that you make at the point of initial enrollment, because there are a couple of important ones there. Uh, fundamentally, the choice between being in the traditional fee-for-service Medicare program versus Medicare Advantage, which is a commercially offered managed care alternative to the traditional program. And equally important, you need to pay attention to the timing of your enrollment. Mm -hmm. um, enrollment is mandatory at age 65 unless you are still employed and receiving insurance from an employer or you're a spouse of somebody who is still actively employed and you're on the spouse's policy. Everybody else with a few footnote kind of exceptions, needs to be enrolled at 65. And if they are not enrolled and enroll late, they incur substantial late enrollment penalties on Part B that persist for a lifetime. So it's a way to jack up the cost of Medicare Part B that's quite unwelcome. So, it, you know, it's a great program. People express a lot of satisfaction with Medicare, but unfortunately there are some complexities that really need to be navigated carefully. And in the time that I have left with you here, I want to touch on the tax rate here because things can get a little complicated, Mark, when, when someone's earning multiple streams of income and benefit right. changes could trigger a, a retirement earnings test. What's that? Well, I think what we're talking about here is taxation of benefits primarily. 
the earnings test is uh, if you're still working below the full retirement age, so between 62 and 66. Social Security re- re- withholds one of every two dollars of your benefit, but it, that is then it's not a permanent withholding. It's um, restored to your benefit later. The, the other one, though, is for people with higher income in retirement who are receiving Social Security and perhaps, let's say, still working or receiving other income, let's say, from a pension, mm-hmm. that you can trigger taxation on part of your benefits. So it gets figured into your income tax rates. So do you and, suggest uh, people avoid working part-time jobs to avoid no, this? You know, I, no, I don't. I think, you know, I think it's important whenever I talk about taxes, I would say avoid the tail wags dog approach. You know, t- taxes are a consideration, but you know, I think outweighed by the many benefits of continued work. So it's just something to know about. I think a lot of people just assume that Social Security won't be taxed. And for people with lower incomes and who are just on Social Security, they're likely not going to pay any income tax on their benefit. But once you get into higher income streams, some of the benefit will be taxed. And it's just something to know about and build into your planning that, Mm -hmm. you know, if if your benefit is projected to be $2,000 a month. No, it's going to be 2000 minus, you know, something that's going to be taken out for taxes. Well, leave us with this, uh, Philippe. When will people see checks reflecting the new cost of living adjustment? People are going to see their COLA increases uh, this month. Uh, when I asked that question to my colleagues at, uh, at AARP National, uh, they said that it was dependent upon uh, uh, different factors. It doesn't just all, you know, nothing ever just sort of happens on January 1. But uh, but this month, certainly people are going to see the COLA re- um, increase reflected in their checks. That was AARP Illinois State Director Philippe Largent and journalist Mark Miller, whose latest book, Retirement Reboot, Common Sense Strategies for Getting Back on Track, hits shelves on January 10th. Thank you both.